Welcome to the We Have a Message podcast. Thanks for being here. This podcast is dedicated to experiencing and applying the law of assumption, creating free, powerful, and playful living. In these episodes, Amato and Judith will explore the concepts of self-identity and what it means to live from the end, while also addressing difficulties with intentional manifestation. They invite you to come along on their journey. I listened to your latest podcast and it was really interesting. You said that people find it hard to wrap their head around manifesting an SP as opposed to say a job or a house or something similar because it involves free will of another person. Would love to hear more from both of you on that. It's a question that comes quite a bit, you know, like, okay, I want to manifest a specific person, a specific love. But that person has free will. How does my will to be with that person plays mm. out with that person's free will? I really love that question. But I was thinking, <laughs> I would love to hear your perspective on it. What would your answer be? So the way I've thought about it so far, I feel like this is evolving. More understanding yeah, comes as we go. But for now, I think about Neville borrows a lot from the Bible and he talks about creation is finished. It's all done. It's all created. So Mm -hmm. every type of state of beingness or self-concept exists already. Mm -hmm. And I think this is even from Neville where he says that it's not really a matter of free will like we understand it, but it's free will to select a state. Mm -hmm. If, If there is already an existing version of me who is experiencing that love with Mm -hmm. that person it's because to some extent that person somewhere if you borrow from quantum mechanics Mm -hmm. of physics that there is a version of Mm -hmm. universe where that person and i have made a choice to be together right so Mm -hmm. my goal in manifestation is not to try to see if that person's will is to be with me. It's not about the person. The way I get it is if there is a version of me who is experiencing this love already, my free will is to choose that version over and over until it feels natural. So I'm not necessarily violating that person's free will because creation is finished and that version Mm -hmm. of that person and I already exist together. So I'm Mm -hmm. only choosing it. So I guess that's the way I've kind of thought about it and answered it Mm -hmm. so far. But I want to hear from you. What do you think? I agree with you. I also interpret Neville saying that the only time we have free will is to choose the state. But within the state, we don't have any free will. And this is for me mind-blowing because if you try it out yourself and stick to the formula of choosing a state and just let the state lead, you will notice that Let's say you choose a state of being obese. Nobody chooses that, but that's where you are. That's where you find yourself. Yeah. And if you look at those assumptions that I will never lose weight, I will always be unhealthy Mm -hmm. and so on and so on, it will be impossible for you to change that state until you choose to be free from that state because that's what normally happens to us that we get fed up of a state. Mm -hmm. We get fed up and we choose something new and suddenly you choose to be free. You want to be healthy. You want to see yourself running. You want to see you practicing your imagination 
with the free will to, to, to change your circumstances. So, but within that state, you can't. So it works equally if you are healthy and want to become obese, you know, and you have to change the state in order for you to feel that. But within yeah. that state, you don't have any free will. Yeah. So I definitely agree with that. And I interpret it the same way. And when you sent me this question, I thought it was a very interesting question because for me, it was like, why would somebody ask a question like that? Which state is this person? You know, and no judgment, no judgment at all. It's just that I was very curious. And I realized that many people that I have encountered and want to manifest a specific love or a person, they make it about somebody else than themselves. And it's the perfect opportunity to get it that this person is actually mirroring what I feel inside. And go inside yourself and ask yourself, what is it? What is it that's triggering me? Why doesn't this person want me? Why am I even thinking that way? That will link you directly to the state you are in, you know? Yeah. And so instead of trying to figure out how can I choose that person when that person is not choosing me, well, that's your assumption. You're already assuming that that person is not going to choose you. And that person is showing you that is not going to choose you because that's what you believe. Now the question is, why do you believe that? I don't even think it's necessary to need to know why you believe that. You just need to change it, you know? Yeah. So th that's my take on it. Yeah. That's my take. I no, don't know I like, if I answered the question. No, you did. I like that to the listener you can always feel free to send questions if you hear this podcast and you're like okay I have this question make sure you mm -hmm. send it to us we all have been conditioned to think about free will a certain way before we yeah. came across the law of assumption mm. and I'm trying to figure out another example in my life that doesn't have to do with a specific person to illustrate, mm -hmm. I'm thinking about the fact that I've been in the U.S. for so long with a visa mm -hmm. that was restrictive, even though mm -hmm. I desired a visa that would have given me more permission to work and everywhere, anywhere I wanted and all that. For so long, I was with this kind of specific visa. And that was before I knew about the law of assumption. Mm -hmm. So my assumption at that time was, well, I have zero power unless God intervenes on behalf of me and the government changes the whole stipulation with the visa. Yeah. I'm here, poor me. I cannot yeah. violate their will, their free will to put together laws that they put together. So yeah. it felt very much powerless. I felt very powerless. Mm -hmm. And, and it's interesting because in that state, it feels like you've put, their will above your will or, or yeah. their desires above your desire. Right. And for me, now I look back and I'm like, oh my goodness, the law of assumption would have allowed me to understand that it really doesn't matter. As long as there is a version of me, a state of being of me that exists with the visa I wanted doing the things that I desired, all I needed to do is to choose that version and embody that version over and over until it becomes natural and mm -hmm. somehow the how is what we don't know somehow yeah. maybe a new law will have been passed something would have happened mm -hmm. to bring to me what i desire yeah absolutely and i think that if you look back on it that's exactly what you did you chose yeah. a different state so yeah at some point i did <laughs> 
Yeah, I mean, it is so fascinating because people really need to try these things out they, because the answers is within them. And when you and I are talking, for me, it's like we're just reminding people through our own experiences that the answer is within you. So I truly believe that when it comes to specific person um, manifesting love, it's all about you and it's going to continue to be all about you conditioned or not until you get it until you get it it's either going to come in a way where you're fed up with it and you just release it because that's what happened to me i was fed up i was like no more men no more dating boom the day after he came but what i did was accepting myself fully I, because even if i express it like i'm okay being alone for the rest of my life i have my son i love him even if that's how i expressed it what i did is i showed love i showed compassion for myself you know, that it's okay. I can exist. So, yeah. Yeah. So I think that that that's how it happened for me. That's when I started to realize that, wow, it really is all about me. I have to make it about me. The question was asking a sense of what about that other person free mm -hmm. will, mm -hmm. but then the answer we're giving is, well, it doesn't really matter. What matters the most is your free will or decision right yes. now to choose the exactly. state of being so he brings it back to being selfish which is a hard topic for a lot of people mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. women especially yeah well it actually depends on what we mean with selfish you know it's we just said that you make it about yourself right so it is about you. So don't worry about the other person's free will. Just focus on what you know to be true for you. Which is why do we want to why do we want to manifest love? To be honest, why do we want a specific person? Why that person? Ask those questions. Why is that important for me? Why is this person mirroring to me? Or why is being with somebody? life or death you know mm. oh i have to have it ask yourself those questions and be attentive to that question to the answers and just like hmm interesting yeah. you know i think it's a misconception that we all have free wills and that our free wills has to you know sink in with each other or otherwise it's going to be war or who's going to win that's your mind that's your analytical mind who cannot grasp the concept of oneness if mm. your brain could master and understand and use it cognitively what oneness meant we wouldn't have these issues we wouldn't have these issues but it can't so just give it a rest and mm -hmm. i'm speaking like i've been doing this for the rest of my life but actually i'm speaking to my old self like don't try to figure it out intellectually just go straight to the heart what's going on here what do i really want yeah. What is it that expressing and can continue asking yourself why, why, why that's, that's technique to ask yourself the questions why, but, but if you do it, you will get the answer because there's only one. Yeah. I like exactly. how you brought it back to the heart because he, it brings it back to the embodiment or the being in the body. Earlier you were saying how the embodiment process can we have to kind of connect it with a movement, right? When we're doing the embodiment of the new state of being, let's say the yeah. version of me who is already happily married, 
doing mm -hmm. the embodiment practices to involve the body to some extent. Sometimes I tell my client to journal the movement and journal mm -hmm. about that version, who that mm -hmm. version is, how that version feels and things like yeah. that. The journaling process <gasps> helps, but there are many other ways to obviously do an embodiment practice yeah and, and if you think about it it's all about connecting the mind and the body and the soul somewhere somehow because when you're writing about the new state and how that feels and the wish fulfilled you you're kind of forcing yourself to move forward into something new i like that. you're not only asking the question why and what is it you're actually living you're reliving something that you already know in your heart. And for me, that is so magnificent. Mm. It's so cool that if I want to become a teacher and okay, let me sit down and, and write down, how does it feel to be a teacher? What am I doing in the morning? How am I eating my breakfast or how am I ending the day? I'm, I'm, I'm bringing out something and that's what imagination does. And I think it's so fascinating. Mm -hmm. I think it's fascinating it's that simple you know I like the moving forward because it then again it brings it back to another practice right and mm -hmm. I, I actually used to do a lot more of that practice in the past when it's not snowing like right now outside <laughs> right going on a walk while you know imagining that version of me that again bringing yeah. in that movement into the practice of yeah. embodiment is yeah. very helpful I think in the manifestation community a lot of times we read Neville, we read all those manifestation writers and authors, and maybe we listen to the teachers and it's easy to think, okay, give me a technique, a formula mm. that I'm going to sit mm. in my room and input the formula and then magically my life is going to change, right? That's yeah. kind of, mm -hmm. and I don't blame people necessarily for thinking that because sometimes for marketing purposes, people sometimes will be like, use this technique and then you're going to get all the things you mm. want. Plug in this mm. formula and you don't have mm. to lift the finger. It's like, drink this tea and you will lose all the weights. So you don't have to do anything. Yeah. yeah. So it, it, I think we formulate it that way. So yeah, it, people Absolutely. get confused. Yeah, but also they're confused because they're looking. I mean, I'm talking about me also. Uh, because we're looking for answers outside of ourselves. That's it. Yeah. And and yeah. there's nothing wrong with it. That's also an experience that we need to to accept. It's there for us. We built it that way. You know, we built that we have an external world and an internal world. And and we will this is where the fed up comes, you know. This is where you suddenly feel like I'm tired of this. I want to change everything. Yeah. And and there's nothing wrong with that path either, you know, mm -hmm, nothing mm -hmm. wrong with it because we are here to experience ourselves. That's it. That's it. We're here to experience that 